Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today. But first, we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF Equal Housing Lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Trisha Canavan, CEO of Tech Foundry. I'm happy to have you here in Business Talk, Trisha. Thanks so much for having me, Joe. Um, yeah, so so much to talk about today. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. I remember when Tech Foundry was founded um, some years ago. Um, so I think the first question for those who may not know is what exactly is Tech Foundry? Uh, tell me a little bit about what the organization was created to do and how it's evolved since. Sure, absolutely. So Tech Foundry was created in 2014 by a group of area employers who saw the need to increase the tech workforce in Western Mass. Um, They could see opportunities for people to access living wage jobs, and also uh, they could envision opportunities for economic growth by creating a greater pipeline of qualified tech employees. So that was the impetus for founding Tech Foundry. And, And since then, Um, We've grown um, and really have focused on working with low to moderate income people um, and also people from non-traditional backgrounds who may be underrepresented in the tech sector and offering um, professional development, technical career uh, training and skills, um, career coaching and internships and job placement in order to connect people to the, the tech opportunities that exist in our region, we're very proud of the fact that our alums access living wage jobs and are on these great career pathways. You know, we all know that the tech sector is on fire and there's lots and lots of opportunities for growth. And you don't always need a college degree to access those things. We offer certifications um, and people can build a stack of certifications to help them uh, progress up the career ladder after getting their foot in the door in the tech sector upon graduation from Tech Foundry. Yeah, I know um, one of the central themes here is addressing a workforce shortage. And, and uh, you know, people in all sectors hear about that these days. And so IT is kind of far from the only only industry dealing with that. But again, this this Tech Foundry was founded years ago to um, to address that. So it's been an issue for a long time. I mean, has... Um, you know, why, why do you feel like there's a kind of a persistent um, um, uh, shortage of talent that that uh, needs to be addressed? Well, it's interesting. I think that, um, yes, there has been a, a talent shortage in the tech sector and, and in other sectors, even pre-pandemic. But since the pandemic, that's we've seen those trends accelerate. Um, you know, there have been several studies done both by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, as well as Mass Inc. and Mass Taxpayers Foundation, looking at labor force projections for 2030. And all of them um, are identifying a huge need for more workers across the board. Um, In Massachusetts, the the estimates range from 192,000 to up to 400,000 people that we as a state need to retrain, train, reskill, recruit, um, attract. uh, And and I think part of this, too, is is connecting with students who come here for college and and retaining more of them here. 
And I think the reasons why we see these sort of persistent uh, gaps in the potential workforce, they're, they're pretty varied, you know. It's ensuring that uh, we are responding to the baby boom retirement. We know that this is going to accelerate sure. in coming years. So that certainly is a big factor. Um, a lot of senior management, middle management, and tech will be leaving the workforce as they approach retirement age. We know that there are fewer children in the K-12 pipeline. There was a, a baby bust that happened with, with a decline in the number of kids being born in Massachusetts. So just by sheer numbers, we have fewer kids that are going to be graduating from high school and entering the workforce and or going to college. So uh, fewer kids to, to engage as young professionals once they complete their education. I think that we see uh, a trend of young professionals leaving the state. Um, some of the forecasts that I've seen have been upwards of 60,000 young pro professionals are projected to move from Massachusetts. And, you know, there are a lot of reasons for that. Housing costs are one of them, cost of living. A lot of people are moving south. Um, and <clears throat> while we are seeing an uptick in the, the migrants that are coming to and immigrants that are coming to Massachusetts, um, traditionally, we've had a lot of students from abroad who come here for college and stay and not as many of those students are staying. So, so it's sort of this perfect storm of economic conditions, which are creating uh, persistent needs in the workforce for workers of all types, but there is absolutely uh, a need for more workers in the, in the tech factor, tech sector. And in fact, today is steam day, which is uh, uh, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math day. So we're, we're, talking on a day when we're really focused on engaging our young people and in, in looking at STEAM as potential careers. No, you're, um, the website, uh, the Tech Foundry website states that um, uh, your students represent the diversity lacking in IT, which is, includes women, people of color, LGBTQ, um, those from non-traditional educational backgrounds. And as you mentioned earlier, um, some low-income um, um, populations as well. So I, I, I've heard this referred to as, I guess, as, as part of the digital equity um, push. So how do you go about bringing in those underrepresented demographics that could really boost the, uh, the workforce in IT? You know, we work very intentionally to engage with the community uh, to get the word out about Tech Foundry. And that takes a lot of different, um, there are a lot of different strategies that we use to do that. We have very strong community partnerships um, through which we, we get to interact with different people that are affiliated with different community organizations. We rely on these referrals and also referrals from our alums um, pretty significantly to get the word out. We work hard to use social media uh, in really targeted ways to raise awareness of the opportunities at Tech Foundry um, and partnering with um, educational institutions to make uh, students aware that as they're approaching graduation, whether it's they're approaching high school graduation or finishing their GED or their high set, that Tech Foundry can be an option for them. I think it's a, a, a really good option for people because uh, the training is excellent. It's, it's really an intensive training with a, a great track record of people accessing employment in the tech sector after they graduate. And it's at no cost um, through the generosity of various funders and also um, the state of Massachusetts through Comcore and other funding mechanisms, we're able to offer this at no cost to all of our students. Now, the um, the Core Tech Foundry program is an 18-week is program, um, from what I read. What are some of the specific elements that go into it for, as, as far as the coursework and job preparation goes, and, and who is doing the training? Sure, that's a great question. So 
it might be helpful to say what we're training people to do and then approach mm. the question that way. So our students, when they graduate, are qualified for tier one and sometimes tier two help desk positions, uh, field technicians, which are the people that would come out, you know, and, and wire your uh, network in your office, set up cabling, that sort of thing. Uh, um, digital imaging and deployment, which are people that manage uh, large inventories of computers, set them up, network them. Um, so we want to ensure that the classes on the technical side are preparing people to have the skills and knowledge to do that work. So specifically, we look at things like um, operating systems, different softwares that are commonly used uh, in the workplace. Um, what does it mean to troubleshoot? How do you troubleshoot? How do you manage a ticketing system? What are some of the security things that we need to be aware of? How does networking work? Um, all of our students, in addition, once they complete these classes, will will identify a capstone project that they want to tackle. And so they finish their time at Tech Foundry working intensively in an area of interest. We are also fortunate to be able to offer um, access to the Google IT Professional Certificate. So students will, upon graduation, receive a Tech Foundry Certificate of Graduation, but also um, as they are going through our program, which are live classes, synchronous classes, and a hybrid methodology, they are also doing Google Coursera uh, work to reinforce what they're learning while at Tech Foundry. And this dual certification, we find, really set them up well to be able to access those, those great jobs. We're also fortunate to be able to offer scholarships for CompTIA certifications, which are well-known industry certifications in the tech sector. So that is another way that we help our students prepare to thrive in the tech sector. Um, in terms of the professional development, we have uh, several members of the team who are involved in the professional development curriculum. You know, we have employer partners who say to us, like, the, the work skills are just as important as the technical skills. So we really want to ensure that we're helping people develop the habits of work, um, the mindset of work to, to thrive in these team-based environments that we're seeing in the workplace now. Um, and the teaching is done. We have two technical instructors um, who come to us with an interesting background. Both of them have um, work experience in the tech sector. So they, they have that knowledge of working hands-on, um, providing technical support and technical services. And both of them then took that skill set and transitioned into teaching um, and training. Both of our instructors had many years of teaching and training experience before they came to work at Tech Foundry. So it's, it's great that they can bring that industry background as well as their teaching and training experience uh, to bear. And then finally, we engage with some great employer and community partners who come and, and they serve as guest speakers, mock interviewers, they help with resume review. So we really want to ensure that the students are having access to people beyond our team, but people who are actually working in the tech sector we were really fortunate, um, this cohort, that we were able to, to, for example, spend a day at Mass Mutual. Um, their cyber team hosted us for the entire day and for the students and for the staff, frankly, it was just an amazing experience to be on campus at Mass Mutual to hear from the variety of, of people that are working there in different types of positions related to cybersecurity. Um, so that type of engagement 
that is important to both the professional development, but also for our students as they think about what, what do career paths mean? You know, if I complete Tech Foundry, there are so many ways that I can take this experience and, and being on premise uh, at Mass Mutual was a, was a great part of that instruction. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking today with Trisha Canavan, CEO of Tech Foundry. Um, I'm hearing now and reading about something called Tech Hub, which um, um, has um, recently been launched. Tell us all about that. Thank you. We are really, really excited about the Tech Hub. So this is a project of Tech Foundry um, that has been created as part of the Western Mass Alliance for Digital Equities efforts to uh, address digital equity, the digital divide here in Western Mass. Um, This project, this regional project is part of a larger statewide project being led by the Mass Broadband Institute, which is part of Mass Tech Collaborative. So as we as part of the consortium working on the digital divide in Western Mass identified an opportunity to be able to support digital equity efforts while also uh, continue professional development training for our staff, or excuse me, for our students and our alums. So the Tech Hub is located right on Maple Street next to the bus station in downtown Holyoke. And we offer services which include basic and intermediate digital literacy training. So that starts off as basic as, you know, do you know how to use a mouse? Do you know how to use a trackpad? This is how you get on the internet, all the way up to um, exposure to things like Google Sheets, Google Docs, Microsoft Word, Excel, that sort of thing. We want to um, help people access the basic digital literacy that they need to thrive at work, at school, in healthcare, and connecting to others in the community through this effort. Um, We also have uh, computers that we're able to provide free of charge to eligible people. And the third sort of leg of the stool there is that we are providing technical support and one-on-one troubleshooting services to people in the community. um, So that, you know, I think everybody probably has someone in their family that um, uses technology, but maybe is not an expert. And when they have a problem, where do they go to, right? So we envision providing that support for the community uh, through the Tech Hub What was exciting to us about this project was the ability to expand the impact of Tech Foundry, but also we are staffing it in part with um, alums of Tech Foundry through a one-year professional digital fellowship program. Hmm. Um, They work under the guidance of Tech Foundry staff to provide the training and technical support services. Um, In addition, we will have students who will be doing co-op and internship work while they're in the program. So again, it gives more opportunities for hands-on work and service to the community. So, and I think finally, you know, we hope and we envision that as we engage with more people in the community through the Tech Hub and they gain these technical skills, that may lead to people coming to Tech Foundry to gain more uh, tech skills that they can use at work to access those jobs that are so exciting. And and we are also offering sort of pop-up services and pop-up training in partnership with different nonprofits um, throughout the community. So we've been open for two weeks. We've had people come for classes and and tech support every day. So we've been really excited about that. And uh, we're looking to to grow that and then to also ramp up um, sort of these place-based services around Western Mass so we can reach more people. Yeah, it's it's it just sounds like an, an intriguing and, and and kind of a natural um, extension. You know, while Tech Foundry is really supporting the IT workforce, 
tech hub seems to be just kind of preparing more people to just participate in the digital economy and then what, whatever sector they may be working in. So it just kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, to us, it feels like sort of an elegant solution to some of these challenges that we have, right? Like it's sort of full circle for us. You know, our uh, students and our alums will work there. They'll give back to the community. More people in the community will have access to the skills, the devices, and the connectivity that they need. We are working with um, Comcast and Springfield Partners. Once a month, we're doing connectivity nights to help people access the affordable connectivity program that's uh, currently offered. So as we help to give back to the community through these services, we also know that our students and our alums are going to strengthen their tech skills. And hopefully, as I said, we can recruit more students, uh, potential students to come to Tech Foundry and and access careers in technology using their new skills. That's great. Um, So so back to Tech Foundry. how, uh, as far as um, addressing kind of how how it's grown over the years, how many students are you, are you serving now, and and how how um, how many employers are connected to you as well? Sure. So we are uh, currently funded to serve fifty students a cohort. Our cohorts run more or less academic semesters. Um, so you know, up to a hundred students a year. In our current cohort, we have forty seven students. And our employer partners have grown up to over 100. Um, you know, we have an amazing response from the Western Mass business and nonprofit community who can see the value and the importance of working with Tech Foundry to help provide work experience, um, professional development support to members of, of the Tech Foundry student body, but also the employers who engage with us. Uh, you know, sort of in a very deep manner are increasing their talent acquisition pipeline. And I think that that's something that we can't overstate the importance of employers thinking strategically about how do they position themselves to win the race for talent when we are um, living in a time when there are workforce gaps. You know, I heard last week that still in Massachusetts, we have almost two openings for every available candidate in the labor market, right? So if you are an employer, what does that mean for you? And how do you create relationships with organizations and people um, that can help with your talent acquisition goals? Um, so it's uh, it's an exciting partnership that we have with our local employers. Um, how do people, um, how, how would a student um, apply for or get involved with Tech Foundry? Is there a process for that or a site they should go to or? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, absolutely. So applications are open right now. Um, our website is thetechfoundry, all one word, .org. And if you go to the programs tab, there's click on that and there's an application uh, link there. So our applications are open until the end of December. We start classes in February. Um, we are also still actively recruiting for internships and job placement opportunities uh, for our alums. So I encourage employers to reach out via um, the info at the techfoundry.org website or message me directly. Um, and for when our applications close, there is an interest form on our website as well. So if people you know decide after applications are closed that, gee, I really think I would like to apply they can express interest via our website and we will reach out to them when the applications open again for the following cohort. 
Starting to run out of time. I, I, I just um, final question. I, I know um, I've talked to you in the past when you were um, president of United Personnel, a regional staffing agency, and now you're uh, you're in another role, kind of helping folks access the workforce and in uh, you know uh, um, um, attain better careers. How gratifying is that work to you? It's super gratifying. Um, you know, I, I was eager to return to the nonprofit world um, after selling my business a couple of years ago and um, was really felt very fortunate when this job uh, was open at Tech Foundry. Um, I think it's it's a great opportunity for me to use my background in recruiting and staffing and also leverage the workforce and economic development work that I was doing in that role in the nonprofit world in partnership with residents and community partners and, and still employers. I, I like this job. I love this job because it's pragmatic and solutions focused, mm. right? There's tons of opportunity right now. And how do we work together to help residents of Western Mass access those opportunities? It's, it's exciting. Appreciate that. And, and that's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you, Tricia, for spending a few minutes with me uh, to talk about um, uh, your work at Tech Foundry. Thank you for the opportunity, Joe. And again, uh, for anybody who wants to access um, um, opportunities there, the website is thetechfoundry.org. And uh, thanks to all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time.